Welcome to Career Crossroads, the podcast about career pivots and the people who make them. I'm your host, Jonathan Colleton, and if you're struggling with a career decision or work with people who need help making career decisions, I'm glad you're here. Today's episode is an interview with Stephanie Chan, a West Coast entrepreneur who runs two companies catering to the needs of the elderly. Every entrepreneur has a story, and what makes Stephanie so unique is that she had a successful career as a lawyer before entrepreneurship ever entered her life. If you want to find out what drove Stephanie to leave her successful career behind and jump into the great unknown, keep listening. I am joined today by Stephanie Chan from across the country over in Vancouver. Stephanie, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. You are part of this weird chain where I keep interviewing people from the Vancouver area. You are the second person this week and fourth in the last five weeks, probably, that I've interviewed Ah. from Vancouver. So uh, I don't know how this keeps happening, but as I've told everybody I've spoken to from your neck of the woods, I was in Vancouver about a year ago, loved it, and uh, I totally see why you all want to live there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We're having a beautiful summer as well. Good to hear. It's uh, it's pretty nice here in Toronto right now, but we're not here to talk about the weather. We're mm-hmm. here to talk about your career. And so this is an episode where we're going to talk about a specific career pivot you made. But before we talk about that pivot, we always want to go back and talk about the career that you did have before this mm-hmm. pivot and how exactly you ended up in that career. So for you, uh, you were a lawyer. You practiced corporate and securities law for nine years. So tell me, what is it that got you into law in the first place? So I went through university, I did two degrees. My first was in business. And right after my first degree, I didn't feel quite ready for the workforce. Um, I didn't know really what I wanted to do. Um, didn't feel ready. And during my commerce years um, in business school, um, there were some business law classes that I quite enjoyed. And so I decided to go to law school. And back then, uh, I'm a little dating myself a little bit, but back then it was a lot cheaper and a lot easier than it is today to get into law school. So I went to law school and that was a great experience in and of itself and um, got a job and got called to the bar. And the first few years were great, but I knew that I knew early on that it wasn't going to be a lifelong career for me. Really? Really? Okay. So tell me about that because law school, big investment, a lot of time. uh, Like you said, it's, it's, it was easier then than it is now, but it's still a big time commitment, big financial commitment. And generally it's the type of career that people think they're going to get into and they're going to be a lawyer for the rest of their life. So when you came to that realization, when you started to feel that way, did it scare you at all? Or did you think, you know, I'm going to be able to navigate through this. Okay. Probably more of the latter, although it was definitely scary. Um, when I realized early on, it was actually before I finished articling. I just knew that it wasn't going to be what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And what I thought I might do was use my legal skills to get a job in a company and work my way th- up through corporate management. Um, and that's very close to what actually happened. But in the end, I my role was still primarily a legal one, um, which was the real reason that I decided to um, leave law altogether. But it wasn't, the decision wasn't scary. 
the actual launch of the business and the first few years were scary. But what I thought at the time was that surely I had enough skills by then to maneuver the switch from one career to the other. I never have been of the mindset that you do one thing and one thing only for the rest of your life. I think we live in an age where people do lots of different things and um, gone are the days where you just stay in one job, Mm -hmm. you know, forever, for decades. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned the launch of a business. So we're teasing at what your career pivot is going to ultimately be, but, you know, getting back to that moment of realizing law is not for you, it, it sounds like it was something you realized well in advance of actually making any kind of change. And so did you, you talk about that plan of trying to like work your way up into the business world on the law side. When you were doing that, was this a kind of totally planted situation where you thought, okay, if I do this job next, I will get these extra skills or were you just kind of biding your time until the moment felt right to leave? It was more the latter. So it, didn't happen in any kind of planned way, but it was gradual over, I would say, three years. So what happened with me, at least, um, was I started feeling really, really unhappy. Before I started being frustrated and unhappy, um, there were years where it was really quite exciting. So I think in any new career where you're learning and you're you're in a job where the projects are challenging, you're learning every day, you're working on exciting deals, that can get you going, that can keep you going for quite a while. But after several years, you kind of plateau where you're not learning as much, it's not as rewarding, it's not as challenging, and you have to really enjoy what you do day in and day out to stay in that career. Um, so I started feeling not so happy with the work, I would say about six to seven years in and law isn't something that you just kind of, um, whimsically leave for not no without a plan because it is a comfortable career. It's a solid career and there's a lot of opportunities within the legal field. And so I thought of actually a lateral change as opposed to a wholesale, you know, do something completely different. And so I did consider various options at the time. I did have another alternative. And sometimes I think about what I would have done or what my life would be if I had chosen that alternative rather than starting a business. Um, But in any case, it wasn't so much planned, but it came about when the turning point was when I actually developed the idea that I really felt was worthwhile leaving law for. Okay. And And then I took the plunge. Okay. Well then let's dig into this idea. So, Prior to this idea, were you were you trying to develop things or did this idea come to you all at once uh, because of a certain circumstance in your life or was it a thing you sort of built a plan for over a, an amount of time? You know, how did you come up with this idea in the first place and tell me what yeah. that idea was? So the idea was to develop a service that helps seniors through a certain stage in life when they're going through a transition. And how it came about was there was a business in Montreal um, that was doing it, and I had met the owner. And he said to me one day, if you like it so much, why don't you do it in Vancouver? And that was it. And that's how the seed got planted in my mind. And what I felt 
as I thought more and more about the idea is that it really felt like this was my calling. And looking back, I can tell you what I know for sure is that I certainly enjoy helping individuals more than I like helping companies. So I like Mm. working with individuals where I feel like I'm making a meaningful impact directly on someone's life, even if it's a short moment. Whereas before, what I realized was not that rewarding anymore was just helping a company make more money. And I realized tons of people end up in the corporate path their whole lives. But for me, I felt like helping individuals directly was more my thing. Okay. I like that you said a calling because I have had interviews before where people have said they've, uh, you know, they've had a calling or they've had a, uh, I forget the term that they use, but sort of for them, they were very religious and, and God spoke to them and they knew a vocation is what they called it. And uh, so there is very different things that people feel about what they should be doing. Now, when you heard about this from this business owner in Montreal, how long did it take you to then get this idea really off the ground and get it moving from hearing that Mm -hmm. first idea of, you know, why don't you try it yourself? Was it something where the next day you sat down and you're like, I'm going to map out a business plan and I'm going to get this moving because I'm ready to leave law behind? Or did you spend uh, six months, a year, years building up the plan for this business before you launched it? It's a good question. Spent about six months just talking to people and thinking about it. Um, From the time I started thinking about it to when I quit my job was about six months. And then I took it six months off to actually focus on developing a business plan and learning as much as I could about the senior living industry. Although the idea initially came from this business in Montreal, I had to change up the business model and the delivery model of the services quite a bit to adjust to the BC market compared to the Quebec market. And so the business actually turned out to be quite different, even though the idea originally came from a conversation with the owner in Montreal. Um, So it has evolved through the last 17 years, 16 years, through organic kind of customer feedback and where I see the gaps are in the BC market. Okay. So we haven't actually said the name of the business yet, which is Home to Home Advisory Services, Inc. So describe the business a little bit so we can get a sense of how different the business you created was from the law career you had before. So it is completely different. The the one thing I say to people, because I, I get this comment a lot, it's so different. How did you get from law into senior care or elder care planning? It's so different. And I say, well, I kind of took my advisory skills from practicing law and, you know, the traits of being a balanced advisor and a neutral advisor and giving good advice to just a different realm of life. And so rather than advising a company on different courses of action and and project management and M&A deals, I was advising families on different options for senior care options for their parent. And But the core skills of knowing how to give good advice actually is the same. But in terms of the differences, it, it's... It's very different. Um, so the, the home-to-home helps families with care planning and healthcare navigation. 
and planning for downsizing and transitions. And actually hands-on assistance with um, whatever that transition is. Hmm. Okay. So it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, I have this image in my head sort of, of, you know, in law, there's definitely a lot of, um, there's advising, but I imagine there's a lot of paperwork. Every TV show I've ever seen, the lawyers deal with a lot of paperwork and I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork with a lot of these transitions, but the real impact you're having is that one-on-one interaction that you're talking about with these families, because the paperwork's going to get done anyway for them, whether they do it or they get someone else to do it. But, but you and your company being there to really provide the navigation and the the ability to help them understand like it's going to be okay here are the things you need to do that seems to me like probably the real impact and the thing that uh, if if I were in their shoes and I were trying to hire a company like yours that's what I would probably appreciate the most and you mentioned that the company evolved because of customer feedback so what is it that you hear am I accurate in my assessment of mm-hmm. what you know the value is for or not the value because all of it's valuable but kind of the most valuable thing for the customers is that what they find the most valuable yeah what i'm hearing is um well as a business owner you all you always want to be able to say that you solve a customer problem and you want to know exactly Mm -hmm. what that problem is and what the customer pain points are so um when families are dealing with aging parent issues, um, there's a wide range of really common issues that all families face, even though each family is unique in their circumstances. Both in BC and I would say our Ontario and throughout Canada, I think we have um, a big issue with fragmentation of information. Families who are trying to find a solution for their parent because we have a dual system here where we have public health care and then we have private pay housing and senior care services, that increases the fragmentation of families not knowing what their true options are. They don't know what the cost is. They don't know what the options are. And they sometimes don't even know how to evaluate the options, even if they knew what the options were. And so definitely that's a pain point that I try to address with our clients. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned this was a calling, and it certainly feels like you were right when you say that it was a calling. I wonder, is that something you feel like in hindsight, you can say that about this moment in time or at that exact moment, did you know this is what I am supposed to be doing? And the reason I ask that is because you have expanded beyond just that one company. And so, and I know that's still kind of in the same realm. So uh, tell me about how you sort of expanded your business and whether or not you felt like that was always kind of the direction you were going to keep heading in. Yeah. I the second business wasn't planned actually and sometimes I ask myself was I crazy in starting a second business. It's it's kind of what um I hear women say about childbirth, you forget how painful it was the first time and you go have a second child. <laughs> um and I I mean that is true. I forgot how hard it was in the first 5 years of starting a new business. And it was horrible. I wouldn't wish that on anyone, the amount of stress and worry and work that goes in the first few years of a business. But things get better. And then you forget. And you think, oh, I'll just start a second business. Um, especially because it was in an area that I felt I it was still in senior care. And yeah. I felt um, passionate about it. And so the second business is called My Care Base. 
So let's talk about MyCareBase and how you ended up creating this company when you had a company like Home to Home Advisory Services. You know, what prompted this creation? How is it different? So my my MyCareBase is different in that it, through my 16 years as a senior living advisor, I learned more and more as I worked with each client about, I got deeper in with, um, I, I, I got deeper knowledge about the pains and specific challenges they have, as well as what I realized was there comes a time when a move might be necessary, but at the outset, most seniors want to stay put in their own homes for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. And I think we live our lives in chapters where what is the right solution at a particular time might be fine for right then, but there might come a different chapter of your life where a different solution is warranted or is best. And so while home to home helps people with transitions and moving and looking at a different living environment, I saw an opportunity to have a business where I could really help people age in place at home. So through the two businesses, I cover the whole realm. One helps them stay at home for as long as they can, and the other helps them move. And that was just really through a realization that, in fact, most seniors do want to stay at home. So from the transition that you had from law into uh, senior care advising, I think is the term you used, and obviously you are now thriving in that capacity with two different companies who are doing what you've kind of just described, like two different stages, two different chapters of that part of people's lives. I am curious if you know, if you thought ever about going back to law at any point in time, or did you, have you always just thought this is for sure what I'm going to be doing, at least for the kind of immediate term, middle term, long term? Like, how do you feel about that, knowing that you went into law and then realized it wasn't for you? Right. Um, To me, the investment that I had already made into law was like a sunk cost. And you can't spend the rest of your life further investing into something that was a sunk cost. So whatever time and money and energy was spent in the legal career, that's just kind of done and over with. My perspective at the time was like eyes forward only, and I never intended to go back to law. What that created um, was a feeling of... I can't really describe it, but it's not a good feeling where, you know, in the first few years being a solo entrepreneur, and I think a lot of solo business founders feel the same way, is that it's a bit lonely. And there's lots of times where you're going to have self-doubt. Like, did I do the right thing? Did I make the right decision? Am I in the right field? And certainly, I felt all those emotions despite the very strong feeling I would never go back to law. So then you have never go back to law. Did I do the right thing? Uh, And, you know, it's not, those are the moments when I feel like you really need a good support team. And so when I talk to people about career transitions and they ask me about, you know, what is your, what are some pieces of advice? I always say, make sure you have really good support because there are some really, really low moments in those first few years. 
Well, my next question was going to be about advice, but you clearly have already ah. covered that with some great advice there. So that's great. So then the final question I really have for you is for these companies that you have, if people are interested in the services you're offering, what is the best place for them to find them online or elsewhere? So our website, um, I don't know, are you able to put it in the episode? Oh yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna link okay. it below. No, don't um, worry. So go to our website. If you're able to put my email address in the episode sure. notes as well, um, the best way is to email me. I'm really, really responsive and quite tied to my uh, phone devices. And so I, I always respond within 24 hours. So just email me anytime. That's the best way to reach me. Perfect. So you heard it, Stephanie. You're going to go right to the top and email her and get what you need out of either of her services. Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on and talking all about your career transition today. I imagine there are a lot of other people who, well, in fact, I have heard from other people who started with a career in law and realized it wasn't for them, but I don't think they have the same perspective as you had about these sort of it's a sunk cost. It's over. You found a calling, move on to the next thing. So I really think some people will benefit from hearing about that today. Yeah, thank you. I think one thing I also want to mention is I think a lot of people feel trapped in their career. And it's a big step to find the confidence and the courage to make that leap into entrepreneurship. But um, I hope that people feel inspired by listening to this and know that I, I really feel people can put um, do anything they put their minds to. And so I hope that people don't feel held back from pursuing their dreams. Perfect spot to end it off. Thanks again, Stephanie. Thanks so much. That was my conversation with Stephanie, and I'm going to let it speak for itself. No additions from me this week. You can get in touch with Stephanie at the email in the show notes. And if you know someone who would benefit from hearing about Stephanie's career path, please share this episode with them. You can support the show by following, rating, and reviewing it wherever you're listening to this right now. And to see what else is going on in the world of Career Crossroads, go to careercrossroads.ca. 